This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, and what is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to another episode of Cancel Shweezy. Cancel Shweezy, uh, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. What is going on? How is everyone doing today? What's, what's, what's going on? And I said, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what? Um, anyways, though, welcome, welcome to Cancel Shweezy, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast, uh, coming to you live wherever you clicked on my dumb fucking face, whatever, whatever area you clicked on my dumb fucking face, uh, is where I'm meeting you at today. Uh, some of you may know me, I am Shweezy, most of you probably know me as the foreplay king, but welcome to the show today. Cancel Shweezy, uh, this is literally our best podcast ever. Those of you don't know, Cancel Shweezy, uh, we're the only podcast, uh, not talking about the queen, today, uh, I don't know her, and it's like, we, some weird guys from high school is like, for those who live in the Commonwealth, I am so terribly sorry for your loss, I'm like, the fuck do you know who, like, gives a shit, like, oh no, the queen is dead, who gives a fucking shit, um, however, I did want to find a story, it was a Trump, I guess, was like, someone, I don't know, it was just a rumor, none of this was true, I looked it up today to even further everything, uh, it's, it's someone, I, I don't know, I thought it was a Trump, Truth Social, you know, Trump's dumb fucking shit, um, that he was secretly knighted by Queen Elizabeth, um, which is entirely false, and even, even then, uh, it does sound like something he would, he would say. And I really like that. Uh, but at the same time, uh, uh, for the most part, um, they only knight people if they are from Britain, as I believe, I believe those are the rules, the, um, one of the big rules, anyway. They don't just knight random ass people uh, for that shit. It's not like uh, buying buying land in Scotland. Like was it uh, whatever fucking sponsor that sponsors everything that I'm not taking a sponsor spot from? Uh, uh, established titles. That's what they're called. And they're like own one square foot of land in Scotland. And they're like, this sounds like a scam to me. That's why I'm not. Uh, sponsored by established titles. I'm not sponsored by them today. But anyways, I thought it would have been funny if that was like a real uh, thing Trump would have said. He's like, you know, the queen actually knighted me in secret. Like, uh, Even if she liked you, no, she didn't. That's 100% happened. Uh, she 100% did not knight you. Uh, anyways, though, let's move on to the show. 
uh, uh, some lies. Uh, go check out my music over there on Shweezy. It's like Cancel Shweezy. You just cross out the cancel part, and it's just Shweezy, spelled exactly the same way. Uh, I got new music. I have a new, a new, new, no, is it a new song? Um, no, I can't talk about it yet, but it is Christmas-related. Uh, coming out soon, so you better check, uh, follow me anywhere, though, that way you get notified, uh, whenever I release that, but I'm also gonna notify everyone on social media, uh, at the Shweezy, it's like, cancel Shweezy, but you add the instead of cancel, your place cancel with the, at the Shweezy everywhere, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, that's where you should be checking me out, uh, for even more updates on music, stuff like that, and podcast updates, another one, uh, twitch.tv slash the shweezy is I stream every Thursday. Uh, I think I'm going to really try hard to actually get a Pokemon Nuzlocke set up. Uh, but, uh, hopefully I do, or else we're playing Fall Guys again. I don't want to play Fall Guys. I played it two weeks in a row. Um, people do watch the Fall Guys shit, though, so that is cool. But, uh, I do get some audience helping out, so that's cool. Uh, anyways, though, if you have an Amazon Prime account, connect that to your Twitch account, Twitch Prime. Uh, that means you get to subscribe to somewhere, uh, or sub, as some would say. Uh, following anyone on Twitch is free, so you better do that shit, because that's free. But if you have an Amazon Prime account, and, uh, you're already paying for Amazon Prime, regardless of whether or not you, uh, want to support me on Twitch, you just get that for free, and it's a great way to, you know, make sure money gets out of Jeff Bezos' pocket, and to help financially support me without really spending any extra money. But if you do want to spend money, go check out our Patreon page. It's basically like a tip jar right now, uh, and it is a great way to say thank you for being a friend. But I also want to remind you of all the free shit you can do. Like, uh, I know we got a majority audio listener. I, I know the stats. I look at the stats. Uh, I do. I used to not. Now I do. Come on. Oh, maybe I should do that. Uh, and I know the majority of it's audio. Uh, so if you're on the audio and let's, you know, go check out our YouTube page because we're really trying to get some growth going on our YouTube page uh, right now. And I know some people are like, yeah, I put you on on like my Apple TV or my Roku while I do chores. And it's like the audio. And I'm like, go to the YouTube side of it because uh, we're trying to get like, you know, YouTube affiliate or whatever type of thing we're doing there. And you get to see my face, uh, me talking and see this beautiful brick wall behind me. That is 100 percent not fake. Uh P.S. It is actually a green screen. I'm not lying to you there. But um, I thought since this is kind of... I'm recording this the day after 9-11. Uh, I had a horrible idea to put, like, the Twin Towers being shot down in the background for, like, the green screen. <laughs> like, that is so horrible. Uh, I'm going to talk more about 9-11 uh, as, as we get going uh, later on this episode. So don't, don't stop there. Anyways, I'm like, that'd be... I mean, I think it's... It's something people would laugh at, but it's just not funny. Uh, anyways, though, obviously, go check our YouTube page. Uh, we do highlights, so if you want to share highlights with your friends of something cool we are talking about, go check it out there. That's going to be the place that you're going to want to go check that shit out. Um, but also, uh, other things, if you're audio, make sure you leave us a review. And give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. That's cool. That's super cool. And that's awesome. So, thank you so much. Um, yeah. And I really like that. Let's get into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking. Well, over the previous week, there has been news. And we all know the Queen of England died. So we're not going to talk about that. Uh, because the only... My mom's like, I thought the Queen died. I thought you were going to have something for your podcast. I'm like, no. Um, this podcast isn't supposed to just bum people out. That's not the point of this show. Uh, I'm like, the Queen died. And then I don't really feel like making a ton of jokes. Uh, 
because the internet's already doing that, and they're doing a better job. Like, there's was it, Prince uh, King Philip. It was just like the queen left us in good hands, and the hands he's like enlarged fingers or something like that. I think he has some sort of heart disease. Like that has just these sausage fingers, but in England they call him Banger, so he has Banger fingers, which is also pretty funny. Banger fingers. <laughs> Uh, anyways, they, yeah, no, so we're going over the news. The news that you probably didn't see last week because of the queen dying, and she had to go off and die. It made it actually pretty hard to find uh, actual news uh, that went on. So, uh, so without further ado... Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Let's get into previous week right now. Uh, this article is from Mashable. Uh, Apple Watch Ultra made even Android users stop watching porn. Pornhub. What? Oh, let's read it. Let's let's see what they're talking about here, because that's that's a sentence that they just made out of thin air. Uh, every year, Apple events manage to do the impossible: get people off Pornhub. Uh, and Wednesday's far out event was no exception. With the introduction of the latest gadgets, both iPhone and Android users felt compelled to leave the porn site to see what was what's up. Both Apple and Android users turned it in to see the updates on Apple Watches and AirPod Pros 2. Pornhub's biggest drop in traffic came during the reveal of the Apple Watch Ultra, a brand new addition to the smartwatch line aimed at fitness and outdoor enthusiasts. Viewers were particularly interested in the Apple Watch Ultra's workout and fitness features. Fitness dick in your mouth. Ha <laughs> ha! Um, 7.4% of users on Apple devices left Pornhub to check it out. For <laughs> like Gotta go check this fucking shit out. We've got to get off looking at porn for a second. Uh, por- the porn giant's biggest drop of the ev- of the event. Some Android users stayed put to hear about the new AirPod Pros too, but once the iPhone 14 showed up, it was over. Android users decided their time was better spent wanking, uh, which they proceeded to do. During the announcement of the iPhone 14's emergency satellite messaging feature in particular, so many Android users switched their browsers to Pornhub that traffic was over a percentage point above average. Seems like Android users attempted to watch the whole thing, but that was a fool's errand. Instead, especially after the iPhone Pro portion of the event, the they dropped off to get off on Pornhub. Uh, what can't exactly blame Android users for going back to Pornhub in droves? The Apple event was void of Daddy Craig Federighi, Federighi a, a highlight of past events, and was considered generally ho-hum. So, um, let's, let's think here. Um, how many people you, you know, I'm aware Pornhub exists. But, like, for the most part, most people are just on it to jerk off. How much, how much of this fucking traffic was, you know what, I got an hour. Kind of horny. Kind of want to see what Apple's announcing today, though. So, um, let me put my pants back on, uh, and see what Apple's up to. Uh, and then they're talking about, uh, iPhones? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to Pornhub. Like, what? There's shit like that, Android, us- Android users watching this, I'm like... And people are like, Android had, and people are talking about like how Android phones had a feature that Apple is now introducing. But here's the thing uh, with that. So when Apple releases a product or stuff like that, it works. When Android releases it, it fucking sucks. I had the original Samsung Galaxy. I had it from 2011 to 2014. And I want to tell you, it was the worst fucking phone of my entire life. Uh, that... That experience right there makes me never want to go to Android. And, like, there's two types of people who have Androids. Uh, crackheads and drug dealers, because they just 
the cheapest fucking phone they can find at a gas station, or uh, uh, people who annoy the shit out of me. They're like, Android's better, Android's but look at this photo. I'm like, I, I can't see anything, it's all grainy. And like, and my mom has an Android, and I think she, she has an Android specifically to annoy the shit out of me. Like, I, she listens, she always does the opposite of what I say. Uh, I think with her, ca- the cable box or whatever, uh, there's like a short in either the cable or the box itself that connects it to the, you know, the cables, the coax cable. Uh, and I told her, like, at some point, I'm like, I don't think I'm able to actually fix this. It'd have to be someone from, like, your, your cable company. Uh, in her mind, that means I know how to fix it. I'm just not going to. Uh, and so my mom's like, Mom, you need to get an, an iPhone so we can help you when you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your phone. Because every Android's like, has to be different for some fucking reason. And so when, like, we're trying to help her with her phone, I'm like, I don't even know how to get to settings on this thing. Like, what? But if it was like an iPhone, I'd be like, I know exactly how to get to settings. And it's so easy. And she has an iPad. She uses to read books. I don't know why. Anyways, that's a rant uh, that you shouldn't have to listen to. Anyways, though, how much, how, how much porn do people watch? Because I just assume the Pornhub's biggest drop in traffic is when they revealed the Apple Watch Ultra. I was, and for those of you wondering, I do have an Apple Watch. Uh, it's the Series 2. Not thought about upgrading it. I, I might actually like a new one, but uh, I, need to, I need to figure it out. Um, and uh, no, you don't get extra, I actually wear it on my left hand, and I'm a right-handed person, so it's probably why I don't get any health benefits from it. Anyways, though, I don't know where I'm going. I'm just going to move on. Okay, so coming from Newsweek, oh, this this fellow's back again. Dr. Oz campaigns hires actors to play convicted felon. I'm going to start that sentence over. Dr. Oz's campaign hires actors to play convicted felons supporting Fetterman. I didn't read that wrong. There was a misprint in this. This is from Newsweek. Newsweek figured that shit out. Uh, Republican U.S. Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz has reportedly hired people to portray convicted felons as part of his campaign against Democratic opponent Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. Oz, a celebrity heart surgeon endorsed by former President Donald Trump, has strongly criticized Fetterman for his stance on crime and, in particular, the fact that he wants to end mandatory life sentences for second-degree murder. Images of people portraying convicted felons in holding signs says, saying inmates for Fetterman were sh- shared to Twitter on Tuesday morning by Patriot Takes, a Twitter account that describes itself as dedicated researchers <laughs> monitoring and exposing right-wing extremism and other threats to democracy. The individual is shown wearing orange jumpsuits, and one can be seen holding a sign that says, another convicted felon for Fetterman. Uh, one of the people depicted is Colin Matthews, who originally shared the photo of himself with Oz, as well as with others dressed in the jumpsuits to his Instagram page, he also discussed dressing as a convicted felon. Uh, the photo shows Oz autographing one of the signs in question with Matthew standing next to him. Last night might have been the greatest thing I've ever done in politics yet. I was hired by Doc by the Oz campaign to play the role of a felon supporting Fetterman. I can't believe how many idiots thought I was legit out of jail, Matthews wrote. Uh, Oz's communication director, Brittany Yannick, previously shared a tweet from journalist Justin Schweitzer about the inmates for Fetterman in Initiative that tweets uh, featured the campaign's press release and a photo that included Matthews and others in orange jumpsuits. 
Oz has taken aim at Fetterman over his stance on convicted felons, with the Republicans accusing Fetterman of wanting to eliminate life sentences for murderers. However, factcheck.org has found that claim to be inaccurate. In fact, Fetterman is opposed to mandatory life sentences for those convicted of second-degree murder. Uh, the Oz campaign also recently said that two members of Fetterman's campaign staff were convicted murderers and should be fired. If Fetterman cared about Pennsylvania's crime problem, he'd prove it by firing the convicted murderers he employs on his campaign. And said in a statement on Thursday, Fetterman's campaign responded by saying the accusations was a gross smear and the campaign workers Dennis Horton and Lee Horton were wrongly convicted and spent 30 years in prison before their sentences were commuted in 2021. His campaign said that Fetterman led the charge for the Board of Pardons to commute their sentences to time served. Fetterman has been in front of Oz in a slew of recent polls in a race that could be decided uh, control of Senate and poll tracker 538 currently rates the Democrat as a favorite to win. Um, yeah, and I also I think I saw on uh, poll is it Politico they do they kind of do these kind of polls type of things. Um, they they said it's they still still toss up, but Fetterman is like slightly ahead. I don't I don't you know I I, I kind of get it when you're uh, you know if you're if you're new to a state or whatever and you're like I don't like Democrats or whatever you don't like the opposite party I don't like Republicans. Uh, and then you have, uh, so I recently had to vote in Missouri. I'm back here helping my mom. And I was, I know, I can't remember the one candidate that I voted for. And I didn't do any research on this because I just recently moved back to Missouri. Uh, so I didn't know any of these candidates. Um, this was like primaries. And so I just voted for the one Bernie Sanders endorsed. <laughs> that's all I fucking did. I'm like, that's a horrible way to go about it. He didn't win, uh, by the way. Uh, but I think my mom didn't want Eric Greitens, who's like this child sex trafficker dude. Uh, coming in, and he's like, I just want to vote him out, and he barely, he barely did it. Um, anyways, though, so if you don't know, John Fetterman's been trolling Dr. Oz in very many ways. Um, Dr. Oz posted a video of him going to a grocery store. Uh, was it, he went to Wegner's, and he called it Wegman's? Uh, no, he went to Wegman's, that's the name of the grocery store. It's like a northeast grocery store, and he called it Wegner's. It was combined with two grocery stores. He's like, I'm at Wegner's right now. First of all, not even, like, clearly you've never been to a grocery store. You haven't been to a grocery store in a very long time. Like, clearly someone's getting your groceries for you. Because the fact that you're calling it the grocery store by the wrong name, it's like, you know, if you call it, like, you know, it's called Aldi, but you're like, I'm going to Aldi's. And, and I know, all these nuts in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, no, uh, we, he was, like, he was like, we're going to Wagner's. And I'm like, that's, that's not the name of a grocery store. And that sounds like the name of two grocery stores you combine together. Like, the fact that you know the name of two grocery stores and combine them together uh, makes it worse. And he's like, oh, make some crudités, which uh, podcast crudités with Josh Casey, uh, author of Dragon Desire, Journey After Swallowtail Kites, uh, needs to be greenlit, uh, by me. Um, so he's like, get some crudite, and he's like, dipping carrots and broccoli and salsa, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, and he's like, how, how expensive is this? I'm like, just buy a fucking veggie tray for $12, buddy. Uh, feeds the whole party. Uh, he's like, he's so out of touch with, like, actual people. That's why I don't, I never get, that's what Republicans are just, like, you know, this rich guy with fucking gold toilets, he, he's gonna represent you, Small redneck towns, you know, he's the one. He understands what railroad workers are like. They don't, you think they know what a, you think they've, they don't, they haven't been on a train in the U.S. ever. Like, maybe, like, one time. Uh, like, you think they fucking know what trains are? Like, they probably don't know what it's like. Oh, can't you just, 
They probably don't. I don't know what to say about trains. I don't know how trains work. I'm sorry. I know you throw coal in a thing and it works it, and it's it can carry a lot of people. Um, anyways, though, um, you know, like we're talking about, like er- someone's gonna be on here, like, well, John Fetterman's been making fun of Doctor Oz uh, on on in- on Twitter, so why can't uh, Doctor Oz do the same back? Well, let's look at what. John Fetterman, and yes, I have to say, I do agree with a lot of his politics, like what John Fetterman is saying, like, you know, I agree with a lot of the things that I would vote for him if I did live in Pennsylvania. So Dr. Up, so Dr., not Dr., John Fetterman, his, his trolling uh, is that uh, Dr. Oz went to a grocery store, called it by the wrong name, and described a veggie as crudités, which no one uses that word anymore, except for Josh Casey, uh, author of Tracking Desire Journey After Swallowtail Kites. Uh, he he posted the tweet with John Fetterman and Bernie Sanders, best buds, or something like that, and then he replied back, graphic design is my friend. Uh, John Fetterman also got a, because Dr. Oz is from New Jersey, and is, lives in New Jersey, bought a house in Pennsylvania just so he could run for Senate, only reason why. He bought a cameo from Snooki saying he should move back to Jersey and what's so wrong with Jersey, and, you know, makes jokes about how he's from New Jersey and not from Pennsylvania. That's what John Fetterman does, you know, to goof around at him. And even then, like, you know, Trump did worse things. He's making fun of, like, people with disabilities and shit like that. Like, this is pretty light and just fun. You know, it's just funny and stuff like that. What does Dr. Oz do? Uh, he's like, he says, John Fetterman got a heart attack uh, because he doesn't eat vegetables or crudités or whatever the fuck he says. Like, Jesus, dude, he just had a heart attack. Well, you know what normal candidates would do? Be like, I hope my opponent gets better, and I hope he recovers from it. It's just, that's what, it's, you know, it's respectful. You know, even if, I know we goof around, but, you know, it's respectful. Like, well, if you ate a vegetable, you wouldn't have run a fucking out of heart attack. Uh, now he's hiring fucking, like, actors to play inmates. Uh, to be like, yeah, this dude supports murder. Like, Jesus, dude. Like... John Fetterman's being funny and making a point. And it's like, it's a good point. It's like, why would you want this guy? He's not even from the state. He just bought property here because he wants to be in the Senate. Uh, Dr. Oz is like, John Fetterman sucks. He has a heart. He has a bad heart. Uh, and he he's for murder. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, if you're in Pennsylvania, please, please vote for John Fetterman. I know everyone's always like, please vote this December. I'm, you know, I'm like, I get that. That's a good thing. Everyone should vote. It's, it's a good right to have in the United States. Um, and I don't believe like that. I just say vote for, vote for John Fetterman. First of all, he has great policies. Uh, and you want him being that extra vote in the Senate. So, uh, dumbass fucking shit. Uh, you don't want the fucking crudités guy in the Senate. Fucking... Went to the grocery store, wanted some fucking crudités. So expensive to get all the pieces. Thanks. Joe Biden? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Uh, okay. Okay. ABC7 Chicago wants to report on this. Motley Crue drummer asked crowd to expose genitals at California show in or- Oracle Park. <laughs> Oracle Park. Concert- what the fuck? I stumbled on the Oracle. Concert- uh, Concert- speaking out against the actions of rock band Motley Crue after he said its drummer encouraged audience members to expose their genitals on camera at a recent tour stop in California. Juan Alvarez and his sister attended the band's San Francisco concert on Wednesday. They waited three years to attend given the pandemic pause. A YouTube video shows founding member Tommy Lee asking the crowd to expose their genitals. Alvarez was shocked and says it was traumatizing not only for himself, 
himself, but for children who witnessed the naked body parts on the Jumbotron. Miners and everyone was forced to see people nude on the big screen, and everyone was doing it around us, too. It was like the Sodom and Gomorrah. It was crazy. Even the usher, he had to pull a guy down from the brick wall because he had his private parts out, screaming. It was pretty crazy, Alvarez said. Alvarez all knows the band is known for the raunchy antics and understands many rock fans will give the band a pass. They thought it was absolutely fine and normal and hilarious and okay. Alvarez said, when, he, when I brought it up there were children and six and nine years old girls and kids, they, there, there, they said, well, they shouldn't have come to the cruise show. ABC7 Chicago sister station KGO reached out to a San Francisco Giants spokesperson who confirmed there had been several complaints and expressed concerns to promoters. The spokesperson added the Giants staff was not involved to show production and does not plan on issuing a statement. The band's tour stop was all the Giants' home ballpark, Oracle Park. Uh, Alvarez plans to file a police report with San Francisco police for the indecent exposure and has no plan to ever return to another Motley Crue show again. What? So, you know, this is a very this is a very common. Thing. If you know, if you don't know, uh, from what I remember, Tommy Lee uh, just posted his dick all over so Facebook or whatever. I think it had to be taken down for obvious reasons, and uh, people were upset about seeing Tommy Lee's dick. And I'm like, who hasn't seen Tommy Lee's dick? Come on, like who hasn't seen that shit? Like he has a nice hog. Like we we've all seen that shit. And you're like, I haven't seen Tommy Lee's dick. You're gonna Google it. And, and some of you are like, I still haven't seen it. I'm not going to Google it. I'm like, you're going to Google it. You just don't have to, you don't have to tell me. I, I already know you saw it. So uh, don't come at me with that bullshit. I identify as a fucking threat. Um, and so, yeah, so that, so here, here's my opinion on the whole situation. You know, we're in a gender neutral society, you know. Uh, chicks are showing their tits all the time. And you know, Tits, you know, I feel like there is a difference between tits and uh, dicks. Because, you know, I don't care what sexuality we are. Everyone's okay with seeing some tits. Even, like, the bad ones. Like, we're all okay with seeing it. Like, I played at a... a uh, I recently played at a uh, biker rally. And there was a wet t-shirt contest. And I got to see a lot of titties. Uh, the, sound, the guy who was running sound for them... Not us. For them, he was filming it, which I feel like is an unspoken rule and uh, is uh, pretty disgusting. Uh, Congratulations. You played yourself. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, you see tits, and it's like, it's just tits, you know? It's not a big deal. But vagina, the vagina's a little different. They're like, show us your vagina! <laughs> okay. That's different. And, so I feel like tits are okay. Men and women in the day thems, we're all okay with seeing some titties, you know? Just, woo! I'll do it, I'll do it with you in solidarity. Okay? Uh, well, then it comes to the dick, and, you know, the, the seeing the dick, uh, no one wants to see a dick. You know, like, that's just a rule. Um, like, even then, as the four-blicking, you have to do some convincing to let a woman see your dick and hold your dick. Get some dick touches, dick lip touches, you know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I really like that. Uh, so, but it's always, like, the, the dick is kind of gross, but it's also kind of cool at the same time. It's weird, it's weird, you know, like... You're like drawing it, cause like you're gonna draw a dick before you draw a vagina. Like ask, ask anyone. They're like, oh, would you rather draw a dick or vagina? Everyone's like a dick, hundred uh, percent. That's always true, and hopefully it's uncircumcised. I really think uncircumcised dicks are gross. Uh, luckily, I don't suck dick, so I can't, I can't really respond. Uh, but see, you no know, one we'll see a dick. And it's even scarier because men are usually 
built stronger than women. I'm sorry, someone not me though. I'm like, okay, um, your softball team, I hope, is doing great, but yeah, men are usually built a little bit bigger than women. Uh, and uh, the fact is, you don't know who's attached to that penis, because uh, uh, the the person attached to that penis is kind of scary. And when you're already scared of the person before the penis, when the penis comes out, it gets pretty scary. So let's just make a neutral. Like, you know, I've made the neutral rule in the past that, you know, you know, we talk about public display of affection. And, you know, you meet some gay couples and they're like, I wish we could show public displays of affection like straight couples can. And I had to think about it. I'm like, you know what? Let's make a compromise here. Only same-sex couples that are women get to show public displays of affection. Because we're all okay with that. Uh, men and men can't do it. Men and women can't do it. Only women with each other show public displays of affection. And I feel like we can make a new rule here with Tommy Lee and showing your dick at a concert. Or whatever, private parts at a concert. The only technical private parts, which I don't know if these count as private parts, that can be shown in public at fun events are titties. Men and women. Everyone, any gender can show their tits. At these things. That's, be like, tits are fair games, dicks are off, vaginas are off. Only tits, boobies, etc. can be shown at concerts. I think that's a fair and uh, quality rule. Our last article of the evening, I like to try to, you know, try to figure these out with uh, the positive spin. Uh, from the Smithsonian Magazine, Oregon Swastika Mountain gets a new name. And I really like that. Uh, Oregon Swastika Mountain got its name long before the Nazis rose to power, and in the many years since then, for reasons unknown, the name has endured, but now activists are pushing to change it. The Oregon Geographic Name Board, a volunteer committee tasked with renaming Oregon's landscapes and bodies of water, has confirmed that the 4,197-foot-tall mountain located in Oregon's Umpqua National Forest will likely be named Mount Halo, reports Grace Smith for the television station KEZI-TV. The change comes in parts thanks to Oregon's resident Joyce McLean, who first learned about the ill-named Butte uh, after it, the Butte, B-U-T-T-E, but, like, but, um, after reading a news report back in January about two hikers who were rescued from a, snow, a snowstorm on Swastika Mountain. <laughs> like, you just learn something, you're like, I gotta do something about this. I couldn't believe what I was reading, and so I had to do something about it, McLean uh, tells K-E-Z-I-T-V. After some research, McLean discovered that the mountain got its moniker from a tiny extinct town called Swastika, named after a cattle rancher who branded his cattle with a symbol in the early 1900s. <laughs> Just imagine fucking putting... You're like, the last thing I expected was fucking ranchers or farmers to be fucking branding their fucking cows with swastikas. Jesus Christ, that's funny. Um... It is not a very well-known mountain, and frankly, I didn't know there was one, Carrie Timchuk of the Oregon Historical Society tells NPR Dustin Jones. It's in a national forest not accessible to many people like Mount Hood or Mount St. Helen. It's not very well-known throughout the state. The vast majority of people likely never even knew it was there. Uh, at the time when rancher Clayton E. Burton chose to brand his cattle with the swastika, the symbol, which in Sanskrit translates to well-being, carried a different meaning than it does today. It had been long used by many religions and was considered a symbol of good fortune. Even in the years immediately preceding Nazi Germany, it could be found everywhere from Coca-Cola 
mobile products to publications from the Boy Scouts and Girls Club of America. The swastika even appeared in World War I when members of an American infantry dis- division wore it on their shoulder patches. Uh, the meaning behind the swastika changed once it became associated with the Nazis. In the late 19th century, German archaeologist Heinrich Schliemann I like how I said that right, and like not like any other names in this article. Uh, discovered the symbol at the site of ancient Troy, and he hypothesized that it was a significant religious symbol of our remote ancestors. Per the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, racist groups then began interpreting the swastika as a symbol of Aryan identity, and the Nazi Party officially adopted it as a symbol in 1920. It is used, still used by today's white supremacists. Even though Swastika Mountain has no connection to Nazism or white supremacy, officials believe a change is long over to McLean. Originally suggested the name Umpqua Mountain after the Native American tribe that first lived there. David Lewis, a tribal historian, suggesting renaming it Mount Halo after Chief Halito, a leader of the young Kala Kalapuya tribe, uh, who had lived there 20 miles from the mountain. McLean uh, ended up preferring Mount Halo, and withdrew her suggestion a final decision for the remaining will be made in December. Good news, I'm, I'm so obsessed with fucking... I know it had nothing to do with Nazis back then. Could you imagine... I mean, I bet there is he's probably a farmer out there right now. Like, uh, Given the fact that uh, uh, the, the last president of the United States said, uh, I don't think Hitler did anything wrong. And I really like that. Why did I hit that? Uh, That's rough, buddy. Anyways, though, um, my, 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 I'm not a Nazi. Um, I just think it's funny. I just like the idea of, you know... That's my cow. It has a swastika on it. Uh, you need to back the fuck away from my cow. <laughs> Fucking Jews. <laughs> that's funny shit. We all have to admit that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. He's just like, a sub guy putting a swastika on his cow, and he's like, it's not about that. It's about well-being. That's what the swastika's for. It's about well-being. You don't need to calm down. It's not fucking Nazis. It's well-being. Calm down. Uh, I had a teacher in high school. You think it was like a history teacher? I think they put like a swastika on his house. Long the house was built long, way long before. Uh, this was like his childhood home, and he was old, already old back in 2010. Um, he like that, and so after World War II, they had to. They couldn't like take it down. Apparently, it was that engraved into the house's structure, and they had to like put. They had to put a. They fucking grew a bush to cover it. I'm like, yeah, my old house had uh, the swastika on it. Uh, unfortunately, we had nothing to do with it. So anyways, though, uh, don't use swastikas anymore, fellas. Swastikas are bad. And I'm going to tell. I'm going to tattle if you have a swastika. That is all. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are, in fact, the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today. You can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, 
you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, I haven't done this in a while, but I think it's time for a deep thought. Oh my gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. All right, so you don't know our segment, Deep Thought. What Deep Thought is about, uh, Deep Thought is where I... Uh, I had a thought throughout the week, a very deep thought. Oh my gosh, so deep! I and uh, I think it's I think it's now time that I go over it with you, my fellow my fellow Amer my fellow Americans. Um, uh, first deep thought I had. I'm not gonna press it again. I promise. I'm not gonna press it again. Uh, I need to mute that. There we go. Okay. Uh, you know. I, I can't imagine, I, I think most people think I'm gay, you know, they're like, I bet that guy's gay. Uh, it's just, you know, something I live with. And, you know, people are like, are you, does that make you mad that people think you're gay? I'm like, no, it doesn't mean I have to fuck a man. If I'm, if, just because someone else thinks I'm gay doesn't mean I have to be gay. I can fuck whoever that one is. Who's America, you dumb son of a bitch? Uh, what's it? I identify as a fucking threat. Do I have the girl who's like, pretty bold of you little fucks who assume that I'm not God? That's rough, buddy. I don't think... I don't think I have her on this one. Okay, I need to add her. Uh, anyways, though. I identify as a fucking threat. Um, so yeah, although, uh, being called gay does not bother me. However, though, I, I, I make a lot of gay, I make a lot of jokes, like, uh, hanging out with some friends, and I just, like, throw up some old men porn. It's not, like, gay porn. It's, like, it's gay porn. It's technically gay porn, but it's, like, old men. Like, no one's jerking off to that. You're jerking off to that shit. You need more therapy than I need. Uh, or you may need to start your own podcast. Because you don't need to go to therapy if you just start a podcast. That's how, that's how that works. So, um, I'm surprised. I've never somehow... Why did I write this down? I don't even think this is that deep of a thought. I'm, I'm just like, surprised I've never just had sex with a man as a joke. Like, yeah, it's, fuck that guy. It was a joke, though. Calm down. Like, why, did I, why did I write this down? This isn't, this isn't that funny uh, to me. Um... Like I fucked a man as a joke though. It's, I said no homo. It's okay. She's like that. I was like, why did I? Why do I think that? Like saying, why did I think that was funny? Um, I don't know. Anyways, though, that's the first deep thought. Oh my gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. Uh, the next deep thought I had uh, yesterday or the day the day before I'm recording this. Uh, I'm recording this on September twelfth. Uh, yesterday was September 11th, and uh, if you live in the United States, you would know 
that that was an important day. I think it's this is the 21st anniversary of it. 9-11 can legally drink and shit like that. So, anyways, they the deep thought oh my gosh, so deep. I that I had um, involved this. So, I, you know, when 9-11 happened, I was living in Kansas, uh, northeast Kansas, and so nowhere close to New York City. Uh, and so, and then I grew up, you know, I lived in Missouri, multiple parts of Missouri, I lived in Tennessee, uh, you know, in my mind, though, people who have no affi- affiliation with New York, like, are really into 9-11. And it's weird. It's it's so weird how into 9-11 some people are. Like, to me, like, for evangelicals, it's a religious holiday. Like, uh, 9-11 was on a Sunday. My mom went to a church, and I can't imagine they didn't bring up 9-11. They probably sang, my country tis of thee. Which is exactly, you know, it's awesome, you know, when you're going to church, you're supposed to worship God. Why don't not worship land? You know, shit like that. That's that's what God wants, to worship land, because God, this is God's country. This is God's chosen people. Not Israel, like he, like he said in the book they, they read. No, it's this, it's this land uh, inhabited by people, and then Europeans found it, and they're like, we found it! And we're like, nope, it was already there can't just claim to find something that someone in our society had. It's like someone else is wearing shoes. I found your shoes. Yeah, because I'm wearing them. That's bullshit. But like, you know, if you, if you talk to like someone who was in New York at the time, I know Chris Stefano, he has a good like stand special. If you just Google or YouTube, Chris Stefano 9-11, because he's from New York uh, or the area. I don't know if they I think he was Staten Island or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Like, well, Staten Island's not New York. Shut the fuck up. Um, and, like, he told this really good story because, like, he was actually scared. Like, his mom died that day. And basically, that's the beginning of the story. So you got to watch that story. Pete Davidson's dad, you know, not like that, he died on 9-11 because he was a firefighter. You know, like, people in New York, they see it differently. I'm like, yeah, uh, terrorists attacked where I lived. Uh, I could have died. And some people, like, know people who did die. It's different people in New York. And then people in, like, fucking Tennessee and Missouri are like, Man, that nine eleven happened. Everything changed for me. Like, probably, it probably didn't. I mean, unless you're in the military, uh, if you're just a fat fuck sitting on your couch watching Fox News, drinking beer, nine uh, eleven did not change a lot for you. It may have changed a lot with how the country runs. Now you probably decided you hate Muslims now. Like you probably didn't hate Muslims before nine eleven, but it's it's weird to say nine eleven affected you because like you know I talked to my parents. I was in the second grade when nine eleven happened. I was in second grade, middle of fucking nowhere, Kansas. Middle of fucking nowhere, Kansas. You have to you have to agree with this. Middle of fucking nowhere, Kansas. And how I remember 9-11, this is how I remember 9-11, is our principal walked into our classroom. He said, uh, terrorists struck the World Trade Center. And then we're like, okay. And I'm in the second grade. I don't know what the fuck a world tra- the World Trade Center is. I'm in the fucking second grade. And then I remember me and my mom trying to get gas. There's two gas stations in this town. Big lines to both gas stations. And so, but we had to get gas for some reason. Uh, I guess it's just more of like a panic thing. Like we've got to get gas. So, to be honest, though, anyone who run who ran oil really likes 911 because they're making money. They're making fucking bank. They made fucking bank that day. Um, if everyone was getting gas that day, 
Uh, it was pretty lit. So, yeah, so, like, that's that's my experience. No fucking over Kansas. Uh, you know, my parents were only worried that, like, more was coming, but nothing else came. And so, people, like, fetishize, and, you know, they, like, they're so weird, 9-11. And, like, country artists singing songs, like, usually they're, like, New York City. Fuck New York City. 9-11 happens, like, you took fucking went for New York City, the World Trade Center. I'll put a boot in your ass. And then, I'm talking about Toby Keith. I kind of like Toby Keith. I don't know. I don't like... If he wasn't super Republican, I think just... If he just did, like, America shit, I'd be like, I'm fucking into this guy. Uh, but anyways, though, uh, it's weird to me that 9-11 basically became an evangelical holiday. Uh, and, like, people get excited. Like, you talk to 9-11, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? This is a sad day. Like, people died. Like, people were in an airplane and died. People were in a building and died. And it's... And then they're like, well, and people were like, well, it was an inside job. I'm like, okay, here, here's what I think. They probably got bombs in the building. And that was a backup plan. So, anyways, I'm not going any more to that. Uh, so, people saw fetishizing 9-11. I didn't see as many. Maybe I was, wasn't, I wasn't actually on Facebook that much yesterday. Like, 9-11, never forget. Didn't forget. You keep fucking talking about it because it's like a fetish thing for you. That's all. I want to talk about uh, D23. D23 uh, happened this weekend, uh, minus the 21st anniversary 9-11, which was more important to a lot of people than apparently I like to think. But I don't know. D23 happened. Uh, I was keeping up with it. I wasn't there, but I was keeping up with it because I'm into all the Marvel shit. Star Wars is just going to happen. I'm like, I'm okay with whatever Star Wars does. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not like predicting what's going to happen, because I don't know what's going to happen. Um, anyways, though, so I wanted to talk about what happened at D23. I'm kind of interested, because I kind of feel like we were blue-balled a lot when it comes to D23. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about uh, Fantastic Four. So they announced the the actual like time or a time frame, like when the Fantastic Four was going to be in theaters. Uh, it's going to be the start of Phase 6, where current, I think... Currently ending Phase 4, I think it's after She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever, we're going to get into, we're starting Phase 5, and then after Phase 5, we're going into Phase 6. So, uh, that's going to be cool. But, there's so many rumors about like what was going to happen, what was going to happen, what are they going to announce at D23? And everyone was expecting a casting for the Fantastic Four. And I think that movie's coming out, like, is it 2024? And then 2025, that's going to be the two big Avengers movies. So, like, they're going to have to start filming that movie soon, so they don't have it cast. They're going to have to, like, really rush into that shit. I don't, I don't know the date they're going to start. I think maybe, maybe, I don't, I, I can't really say. Um, but, no, fan, we were blue-balled, Fantastic Four, because there's rumors Penn Badgley was coming up to be... I don't know what's going on with these rumors. I know, like, most of these rumors that gets leaked... It's all people talking about stuff, and nothing's confirmed. It's always like, yeah, they were disgusting. Penn Badgley being uh, Reed Richards. They were talking about uh, was it uh, uh, Dennis from Always Sunny. What's his name? Uh, he was up for it. He was up for being the next Reed Richards. Um, Dennis Reynolds. What am I just thinking of? Uh, his name. Uh, and then John Krasinski went back on the list. 
And they're like, yeah, John Krasinski, I think he actually wants to be Reed Richards. I think he's clearly the first choice, but like, it's like if he wants to do it because he knows it's a multi- multi-picture deal and stuff like that. Uh, everyone else is like, we're just all wondering about who Reed Richards is. And then uh, talking about Doctor Doom, who's going to be playing Doctor Doom. We got Blue Ball on that because we don't know who's playing Doctor Doom unless he actually is playing an important role in Wakanda Forever, and it's going to be someone we know. But that's the thing, though. If they're going to put him in, like, uh, Doctor Doom in Wakanda Forever, like, we need to know who is going to play Doom. So it's like, who's that guy? Or whatever, you know. It's like, that's Henry Cavill? You know, and there's, like, Henry Cavill is going to play Doctor Doom. It's between that and Hyperion. Those are, like, the two big rumors right now of what he's doing. He's coming to Marvel to do one of the two roles, which Hyperion is a great choice because... Hyperion is basically, because the Squadron Sinister is basically, or Squadron Supreme, I can't remember what it's called. They were, they're basically a villain team that is basically, they just made every character. These are clearly ripoffs of the DC Justice League. And so it's kind of funny if he'd be playing the Superman counterpart. But also, I think he'd be a great Doctor Doom, to be honest with you. Because um, I feel like Henry Cavill, he, he really is a fucking nerd. Like, and I'm saying that with a compliment because I'm a fucking nerd. Uh, and you're like, yeah, you are a fucking nerd. I'm like, you clicked on my face and you're listening to me talk about comic book movies. So you can shut the fuck up. Um, it's like that. So I don't know. They really blew, blue balling, blue balling us with the Fantastic Four stuff. They really blue balled us the entire D2, D23 stuff. I really have to say we were really blue balled. Um, talked about Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which was a movie I was like, uh, it's not. this, this one's going to be like, Great. I don't know, they're just like fixing a, a script that was already made and trying to make it better. Uh, but I'm actually starting to think this may they may have made a good, this could be a really good movie. Uh, everyone's like, Black, the, Ryan Coogler's great, the first Black Panther. I'm like, that was just a standard comic book movie. And look, I know black people need to be heroes and shit like that. I know the, the whole black people argument or whatever. What? They're like, oh, we were always thugs and like that. And like, I don't know, I'm just not that interested in the world of Wakanda. I thought... We're going to talk about, like, black heroes. I really liked Falcon, <coughs> or now the new Captain America, a little bit more than a made-up country in Africa. Over, I don't know, I'm American, so I'm like, if I was, I want to hear a black story, I want to hear about a black man from America, or, like, just a guy in Africa. But apparently it's about, you know, King T'Challa, he passed away, because they're going to make that a part of the movie, and then every country's trying to get in on their vibranium, and uh, whatever is, it's not going to be called Atlantis, but Namor in his country are going to be trying to really take advantage of that shit. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, we learned about the Ironheart series. If you know, if you've seen uh, Captain America Civil War, um, uh, the, I guess the, I, I don't know what his role is, but the dean of MIT is Jim Rash, who is the dean uh, on Community or Greendale Community College. Uh, and so he's returning for Ironheart, which means that we're, we're I'm 100%, well, I know they, they made a, in season five, they made a whole joke about Avengers Age of Ultron, but it's also community, so I think we can stretch it a little bit. Abed worked for, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that, too. Uh, and then, oh, I know, and uh, Shirley worked for S.H.I.E.L.D., too, in, like, the, the 70s. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so the Russos worked on community, and so that's why all these community characters show up and showed up in a couple Marvel movies. Uh, anyways, I'm making it that the Dean... Uh, is the dean of MIT at uh, MIT for Ironheart. That's that's the rule I'm going with now. Uh, Werewolf by Night, they dropped the trailer for that. Uh, 
And I know there were rumors about we're open nice rumors. I know there've been rumors. Like, why didn't they announce that like they're gonna uh, like uh, you know you know upload not upload or whatever post a uh, on Disney Plus World by Knives gonna come out. Why didn't they do that at Comic Con? Um, and also, I think it, it's cool. Like the movie looks cool. I'm gonna watch it. I'll talk about it on the podcast. We all want me to. But at the same time, though, like it's probably not gonna be interconnected that much with the MCU and. Uh, Really, if I want to see Werewolf by Night, I want to see him and Moon Knight crossover. That's all I really want to see, Moon Knight. And if they're going to set up for a Moon Knight thing, you know, they just introduced Moon Knight. If Moon Knight didn't, I mean, they try to make Moon Knight just kind of stand on its own in the MCU. But, uh, I don't know, I don't know, the whole point, I, and I like that for, like, the solo projects at some point. But at the same time, like, you want to see them, like, because they're building up to Secret Wars. You want to see them fucking go at it in Secret Wars, so like that, so... Uh, maybe Moon Knight will be in I don't know. Uh, I don't really care. Other Fantastic Four news, they confirmed what we already all knew. Matt Shackman is the director. We already fucking knew that. And we don't know who the team is. Uh, which they, like I said, uh, they really blue-balled us on that one. That's rough, buddy. Um, well, they dropped the Secret Invasion trailer. Uh, which is really cool. Uh, no fucking clue. So, if you don't know, Secret Invasion is basically Scrolls infiltrated Earth... And our, you know, scrolls are shape-shifting aliens. Uh, and basically what happens is they get into high positions of power, stuff like that. I'm interested in how they're doing this because after the 20, it was 2019 Captain Marvel movie, the scrolls were good guys for the most part. And Talos and them are working with Nick Fury for the most part. And so uh, I'm interested in seeing, like, they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, there are different scrolls. These scrolls are bad. And we're the good scrolls. So, I know, so, yeah, basically we were all, con- like, weird after Captain Marvel. Everyone was watching, was like, so they're not ever going to do a secret invasion? That seems like a kind of, like, a wasted, uh, you know, wasted opportunity they have. They're going to introduce scrolls now into the MCU. Especially so late into Phase 3, and uh, Captain Marvel took place in the 90s before Iron Man, but after Captain America, the first Avenger. So, it's weird. So, I'm kind of interested in how they do that. I think it's going to be a really cool spy thriller. Um... The Thunderbolts, they released the lineup. Uh, Valerie, Val, Continua, Dave Fontaine, I can't remember how to say it. It's just Val. Uh, Red Guardian uh, from Black Widow. Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Taskmaster from Black Widow. Bucky Barnes from everything else. It just seems weird he's in here. Uh, and U.S. Agents. So, basically, if you're a fan of Black Widow and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and... Uh, a little bit of uh, the Ant-Man and the Wasp stuff. Uh, it's going to be a cool team-up. I'm so surprised Abomination did not make this list. It's so weird because I'm assuming that's what they were setting up for in She-Hulk. She-Hulk isn't over yet as I'm recording this podcast, but uh, yeah, super super weird. And I always thought Abomination would be there because they kind of set it up like, yeah, he's in full control. Uh, Emil is in full control of the Abomination. But I guess they're just like, eh, he's going to move to a ranch and then uh, further episodes are going to go through that. I haven't seen the whole series as now yet, so I don't know. Um, then they revealed the leader from the original Hulk film is going to be uh, the villain in Captain America: New World Order. So that's interesting. He's a he's a pretty good character, and like it was kind of a setup for nothing. I feel like all these setups for all the Hulk stuff is just is finally now being like utilized. Or like we set it up. They're like yeah, you know how Captain America: Civil War Thunderbolt Ross came back. 
Well, the actor's dead now, so he's not coming back. I like how they're not even, like... They haven't even really mentioned William Hurt dying and stuff like that, because they seem to be setting up him turning into the Red Hulk. Nothing, nothing. But uh, the leader's going to be back. The guy who played the leader, I can't remember his name, uh, in the original is coming back, so that's cool. Uh, finally, the last thing I got for the D23 announcements, uh, Kingpin is going to be the villain for Echo and a villain in the new Daredevil. Uh, like we already expected. Uh, remember at the end of Hawkeye when we all thought that uh, Kingpin was shot? Uh, turns out not because it was off screen. We're like, he's not dead. Everyone was like, he's not dead. And turns out we're all right. He's not dead. He's alive. I heard Echo just finished filming. So, uh, and I can't imagine they're going to do like, I don't how many, I don't know the reshoots for those Marvel shows. I guess because with movies like, they do reshoots with all these Marvel movies, and Kevin Feige explained it well, because a lot of times you hear, oh, they're going to do reshoots for this movie, and people are like, oh, movie must be bad. And so they have to redo, they have, have to redo a lot of shit. Uh, but uh, Kevin Feige always says, like, yeah, the only way we can really make a good movie is if we first film the movie, and then film, it, film everything else that we need to fix, you know, when we don't know what the movie. So it makes sense from their standpoint, but I don't get to make Marvel movies, so that kind of sucks. Um, so yeah, that's D23. Um, we kind of got blue balled there, so that kind of sucks. Um, we really got screwed there. That's rough, buddy. So this is, a, an announcement I am not very happy with making. I watched Morbius last night on Netflix. Um. Uh, Congratulations, you played yourself. And so, you know, I, you know, I made a rule, because I think what Sony is doing with their Spider-Verse properties is disrespectful. I just think what they're doing is so disrespectful. And the fact that they're like, when they did Morbius, they're like, from the studio that brought you Spider-Man No Way Home, like, I mean, technically you wrote the checks, but you're not the studio. Kevin Feige did that. Uh, a man who is so into comic books that he dedicates his whole entire life, and he gets the money for it, but he dedicates his life to making sure he makes some of these best movies ever. Like, when he first started out, the first comic book movie, the first X-Men movie, he made sure people were reading the comics to make sure they understood the characters when that fucking idiot, who is, I can't remember his name, something, Stein, it's not Snack Snyder, I no. Um, anyways, though, like, he, he was like, no comic books on set, and he's like, no, we, we need, people need to understand how these character, who these characters are, because you're going to play a character and it's based off something, it's nice to, you know, do a backup. I'll bet every, every person who's played a Marvel character has read up on the character. Like, they've read every comic on that character, probably, or a majority of it for the most part, just to understand who that character is. And so, yeah, that's disrespectful. And I just think these Sony Spider-Verse movies, you know, I'm kind of interested in the Madam Web movie, but I know it's going to be bad and stuff like that. Well, I made, like, a rule. I'm like, I'm not going to pay money to see these movies because I do not support... Sony just taking so many good characters and just, like, uh, honey-dicking it from Marvel Studios because Marvel Studios is making great movies, stuff like that. But I don't know. So is me watching it on Netflix, is that a bad thing? Because um, I already paid for Netflix. I don't know if, like, it's not like every time I watch it, they get paid or whatever, you know? So I don't know about that. Um, so, yeah, I watched the movie. And uh, before... Probably people are like, oh, I thought you already watched the movie. I'm like, well, if I said I did, I lied. Um, I watched like three YouTube videos of people summarizing the entire movie. And I got the gist of it. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Um, so 
But I also was like, I think I need to actually watch this for myself to be like, what if it's a good movie and these people just lied to me? You know, you can't just be taking people's words if you can watch it. Uh, so yeah, I watched it. And you ever watch a movie and you don't give a shit what happens to any of the characters in said movie? That's what Morbius was like. Is this guy going to die? Okay, I don't, I don't really give a shit. Because like, part of the movie is like you're supposed to build up a character. Like If you don't want a character to die and they do die... You want to feel bad about it. That's the whole point of these this kind of, like, cinema and movies and television and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't give a shit. Like, Morbius could have died. I didn't even give it. Milo. The, when they were kids, like, Milo and Michael, Morbius, like, when they were kids, they like, there's a scene where, like, some kids start beating the shit out of Milo. I'm like, they could have just beat the shit out of Milo while he's a kid. I'm like, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm like, I don't know this kid. I don't give a shit. Like, and he's like, he's a cripple. And you're like, couldn't you, like, make me feel bad for a kid who's a cripple? I'm like, you couldn't make me feel bad for a kid who's a cripple. Like, that's just that's bad shit, like you did in this movie. Like, you made it such a bad movie that I did not give a shit that a crippled kid got the shit beaten out of him on the street. I don't know how you did... I don't know how Sony could do that, but they did it, and that's fucking magic. Because if, like, when I see, like, if I see... If I saw in real life, and I don't even know, like, kids, like... Like, in the movie, the kids were like, oh, look at the cripple, let's beat the shit out of him. Like, when I'm a kid, when I was a kid, I was like... We're not gonna be mean to the crippled kid. Um, my my mom my mom didn't raise me that well, but like she at least told me like, hey, you know the crippled kid, don't beat the shit out of him. I'm like, okay, I can uh, I can live with that. I can okay, mom, I understand. Uh, and yeah, I never beat up a crippled kid. One, because I also think it's an unfair fight. And actually, with if I eat if I eat more, it could probably be a fair fight. Like if I was six hundred pounds. And I fought a cripple. I think it would be a pretty... Well, at some points. I mean, if he could get some gravity on his side, I think he could beat me. Anyways, though. Yeah, you just don't care for any, like, the love interest died. And you're like, who fucking cares? <laughs> Shit like that. I'm like, who, who the hell cares? And then, like, Milo's going, like, killing people for blood because he needs to eat it. And you're like, who the fuck cares about these, these people? I, I do not give a shit. Um, and then I think about a lot of superhero movies. And one thing about superhero movies, I would say, or at least this style of movie, is the fact that hero like you have to make the hero like a good character like even like a good person but also like a well-written character that's one thing but the whole plot of the movie and what makes a good story is always based on the villain or antagonist of the story uh that's why i think batman as the kids would call batman is mid but like then you have his like rogue gallery of you have fucking the joker riddler uh ice guy uh, Mr. Freeze, that's his name, uh, Harley Quinn, you know, you have those, and, like, those are great villains, and, like, you could create a great story just based off of that, and stuff like that, but then we get to these Sony Spider-Verse movies, and what was supposed to be a Spider-Man villain is now, like, a hero slash anti-hero, and then you have to, like, okay, and who's the antagonist? Like, well, we don't want to bring Spider-Man in, so that's, he's out, uh, so you, you find the most random thing. Like, now, uh, Venom with the Carnage, they just found Carnage, another Spider-Man villain. Uh, but then, like, this movie is like, Morbius' best friend. I don't know a ton about Morbius, like, my comic knowledge is not that. But anyways, though, uh, his friend Milo, uh, is the villain. And, and, you know, and to think of a movie like Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where Bucky Barnes was Steve Rogers' best friend. And then you think about how Steve Rogers was frozen. He thought Bucky was dead. Then he was frozen in ice. 
for like 70 some years or whatever, I think. Came back out, thought his whole world changed. Like, you know, he found out Peggy Carter was just old and had dementia. And then he was like, oh, that's the last of my life here. And he's like, oh, my best friend Bucky is still young and is alive, but he's evil. And so you watch Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and you're thinking about how, like, that final fight scene, Bucky, I don't want to hurt you. You're my friend, but Bucky's so brainwashed, like, he can't control it or anything like that. And it's just, it's super, yeah, it's, it's super kind of rough there to watch that. So, like, that's, that's, what they were, that's what they were going for with Morbius. But no, they didn't build it up to that shit at all. Because, uh, like, Morbius takes this, like, bat DNA thing because it was, like, these blood bats that live off blood and stuff like that. And they didn't even explain that very well, to be honest with you, how we got the powers. It's like, well, these bats, they are able to drink blood, but there's something in their bodies that allows them to eat blood. And so, therefore, if I do take it, I can survive. And then Morbius is like, and clearly he's like, Morbius took it, it's like it's a curse. He has synthetic blood that he can take, and then obviously uh, the more that runs out, the like he needs real blood because it's only going to last him for so long. And I'm like, that's a good subplot. They could have made a movie at that, but they're like, no. They're like, no, we're not going to care. They didn't even come back to that at the end of the movie. Uh, and then Milo's just automatically killing people. Like, that's all he's doing, killing people. Because uh, he takes it, too. And after Morbius warns him not to, and, like, the, you could have explained that better. I'm like, buddy, this is not the answer. This is a curse on me. A good friend would have been like, do not take this. This is bad. This is this is not good. This is this is rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. But Morbius was like, no, I want to be cured. I want to be cured. And he takes it. He's like, I have a gift now. I'm going to kill people. Fuck you. Uh, and stuff like that. And, like, that's the fuck about You're like, you don't care about the villain. You don't care about the hero. You just don't care about anyone in this movie. That's the thing. It's it was not Morbin time. Like they're like it's Morbin time. And the fact that and I want the last topic. I want to. I mean, one of the no. Before I get into the last topic, I'll I'll talk about this. It's just so disrespectful to some of these properties. Like very creative, very amazing writers created the character of Michael Morbius, and Michael Morbius is supposed to be. A guy with a disease. And they didn't even explain what disease he fucking had in the movie. That's another thing. Uh, and then he basically does this experimentation with vampire, or not vampire blood, but like bat something DNA, and becomes Morbius, like the, the villain, and stuff like that. And he has to eat blood and stuff like that, and he's cured, but he has this disease. It's just like, a, it's a very good thing. And then something just fucks that shit up. He, they, they just completely fucked that shit up. It's just so disrespectful to the source material. Uh, and what's even more worse, I'm, the one thing I'm going to end on, is the two post-credits scenes. The first one is Michael Keaton, after Spider-Man No Way Home, gets transported into fucking the Morbius Venom universe. Uh, and then he's in prison, and he's like, hey, I'm not supposed to be here. Check my paperwork. They're like, oh, yeah, I don't know why you're in prison. And then no one just questions it. He's like, now he's out. And then... He basically finds Morbius on a random highway. And it's clearly, it's like those voice AI things that I've, that if you watch any of my TikToks, you'll see, gosh, it's Daddy Goofy. This full episode of Campus Sweezy is out now. Like that. They basically used that with Michael Keaton's voice to string it together. It was weird too. And so any redemption arc they did with Vulture in the MCU, and they even then they could have made like a good Sinister Six in the MCU, and they just fucked it up to shit. It was so disrespectful for all the good writers at Marvel. It was disrespectful 
do anything Sony's doing. It's just, it's just a disrespectful movie. Uh, and notice uh, how I think Jared Leto was a prick. I'm not said anything. I thought, I thought everyone who acted in that movie was great. It was just a horrible story, uh, and it just disrespected the character. I thought, for once, I think Jared Leto actually did act okay, you know? Uh, you know, the guy from Milo, the guy, Doctor Who, he did okay. The chick, she did okay. She liked that. And, you know, it's just so disrespectful to Marvel. It was so disrespectful to the creator of Michael Morbius. It's disrespectful to Marvel Studios. Stan Lee had to have turned in his grave. I know he's probably seen worse Marvel shit than that. Um, but it's, it's just so disrespectful. Sony, just sell the rights to the Spider-Man properties back to Marvel. Just make it... Make it a big price tag. Just be like, look, I think you we we can't do this, but we want to. We're either that or we're just gonna keep making this god awful shit. Uh, so Marvel just gets it back, or whatever, and do better. So please, please do that, Sony. Please, please do that because you know what? And I really like that. I will. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the answer. Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards. It was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, what the fuck is up, Denny's? Um, let's get into Ask Shweezy, the part of the podcast where I answer questions for the world and all who inhabit it. And that's the way, that's the way it is. What a great song. Fucking Celine Dion. Even though I didn't know it was Celine Dion for the longest time. And I was just singing that. I was like, who the fuck sings that song? And I figured out it was Celine Dion. Um, anyways, though. What, is, what the fuck is up, Denny's? I saw a band fucking play outside of a Sonic today. And it's got me inspired. So anyways, though, let's answer your questions 
all the questions you have for the day. And I really like that. So, uh, let's just fucking jump into it. <laughs> First question we got for the day. Do you kiss her after she gives you head? What? Okay. You know, this is a question all all men who get their penis touched or licked or sucked have to think in their head. And here's the thing, though. With this question, do you kiss her after she gives you head? The answer is, you, if unless you think about it, you don't care. But then you think about it, like, oh, her, my, her mouth's been on my dick. Now she wants me to kiss her. Uh... And, uh, and then you're going to be like, that's rough, buddy. But let me go from you from a different perspective. One, I'm not much of a germaphobe, but like there's some shit that grosses me out. Like, like if you're cooking food, you should probably wash your hands. Like, you know, all that shit, you know, normal shit, especially if you took a dump and you use toilet paper like a fucking barbarian. Uh, I don't think I have a sound draw for that. Let's go full throttle. <laughs> Let's go full, you fucking wipe. You don't use a bidet like a barbarian. Um, you know, and then you think about, you know, stuff like that, you know, that's gross. And then, and then you think, though, she sucked your dick and then kissed you on the mouth. And part, isn't part of you like, ew, that's gross? But at the same time, women don't care if you eat them out and then kiss them. Like, isn't that, most women are like that, right? I mean, the women I've been on, they, they do not give a shit. You eat them out, you kiss them, and stuff like that. It's only one of those things after you think about it. And maybe when you think about it, you kiss her after she gives you head. Maybe that's a little homophobic talking here today. Maybe you're being really homophobic when you're like, I'm not going to kiss her after I fucking gave head, after I fucking jizzed in her mouth. And, you know, look, that is gross. And I'm not going to be like, hey, you're, you're making out with semen and stuff like that. You know what? Maybe, you know, maybe that is gross, but for the most part, sex is kind of gross. Let's just think about this. Like, it's the only time uh, a liquid comes out of your body that we're okay with. Like, it, sex is the only time that happens. Um, the only time we're, we're willing to put our, ma- like, you're not in an office. I'm like, all right, I need you to lick my ear. And you're like, no, I'm not going to lick your ear. That's kind of gross. But then you're like... The vagina, I'm all for that shit. The dick, I'm gonna put my mouth all over that dick. It's it's weird, like you know, it's part it's part of loving someone too, um, and that. So, the real answer I think to this question is, uh, do you kiss her after she gives you head? Uh, no matter if you're grossed out by it or not, you gotta do it, buddy. Uh, first of all, because if you get a blowjob and she wants to make out, and you're like, no, nah, you just gave me head, you're not gonna get blowjobs anymore, and uh, unless you're like, I'm not, I don't want blowjobs anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done getting blowjobs. Uh, then that's a great way to stop getting blowjobs. You won't kiss her because she's like, well, you don't want to be romantic after I suck your dick and get cum all over my mouth, uh, and, and stuff like that. And that's kind of a bummer. Like, don't you want to continue to get blowjobs? And so like that. And also, you don't know what else has been in her mouth. Like, my favorite, one of my favorite memes is like, she still got the, she still has the same tongue piercing in from 21 wieners ago. Like, we're measuring the, uh, the age of fucking tongue rings from wieners, <laughs> wieners that touched or stuff like that. Uh, I'm like, okay, that's funny. Uh, anyways, though, um, that's one of those things that if you think about it, it can be gross, but also you should be fucking washing your dick. And, you know, uh, 
it's not like unless your dick is gross, then uh then uh yeah, then the rest is gross. Um I, I may suggest trying to avoid tongue until all the all the cummies dissolve in her mouth if, if, you, if you did jizz in her mouth. Uh but besides that though, if it's just mouth kisses, you know, like we give to all our friends' dads. Uh it's not a big deal. Uh what? To to do that, you know, maybe wait for the cum to go away. I'm like, I don't really stuff like that. Also, it could be a good way to like, is my cum tasting good? Because like your diet and shit does determine if your cum tastes good. Like, I'm kind of curious about that, but I need I need a volunteer out there who will be willing to taste my cum, <laughs> taste my cum after I jerk off uh, or she blows me or whatever. I need one like, what did that taste like when we write down a fucking not only. We do like the fucking scientific method. My hypothesis is pineapple juice will make my dick, my semen, taste good when she swallows it up. Nom, 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 nom. So, okay. Okay, let's move on. Is it too weird to ask my boyfriend for pegging? What? Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, why do I just put like the worst questions at the beginning? I've been living with my boyfriend over a year, and gosh, I'm so shy to ask him that I'd like to experiment pegging XD. Well, you're speaking the language of my people with the XD at the end of your, your question. Um, it's a weird question. I'm never, I don't know, my line of work. I, what am I talking about? My fucking line of work. Music and podcasting. Uh, my line of work, when we talk about pegging, pegging's not involved in my line of work. Um, but I've always noticed, though, like, lately it seems like a lot more guys are, like, into pegging than, like, girls are into pegging their male partners or boy partners. Um, which I don't know. I'm never, I'm, I guess, I don't know. Most, most women I'm like interact with and stuff like that always seem to at least have the sort of sub or the, they're the sub and the, they want their boyfriend to be the dom. And I sometimes feel like that's just laziness because they know they just lay on their back and they don't have to do anything. You know, it's, it's kind of lazy. Uh, so it's kind of easy. Identify as a fucking threat. Uh, so that's something like there. It's it's funny. Like we want equal rights, but also I don't want to have to do anything during sex. Just, I mean, that's I don't know. That's funny to me. Okay, don't don't come at me with that. But like pegging, it's it's weird because a lot of guys are like, don't touch my butt. And some guys are like, well, I've never had anyone touch my butt. So if you want to touch my butt, let's see what happens. And there's some guys that are like, please touch my butt. And then some guys are like, all right, I got to <laughs> like, can I peg you? All right, I got the strap on for you. I want you to use this specific strap on because this is the specific one that I want you to use. Some guys are like that. I'm like, that's too much. I've, is it weird to ask your boyfriend? Um, I feel, I'm going to, I'm going to say though, I feel as if you're saying, if you just go out with it, can I peg you? That's going to be a little weird. Um, you could the, there's one uh, there's one train route you could go, where you could like ease him into it uh, and like like you know mess around, like suck his dick, and maybe stick a finger in his butt, see what happens. You know, just see how he reacts to it. If he's weird about it, he's like, whoa, be gentle going in. I would say that be really gentle because you're just fucking you know, just fucking stick it in there. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a shock. But if you're just like gentle, like rub it first, you know, stick it in. Uh, that's one thing. Um, and then eventually we're like, you want to get pegged? And he's like, yeah, I want to get pegged. Um, and do that. Um, 
did straight up ask him about it, and you're like, you know, some couples get pegged. What are your thoughts about being pegged? And some guys be like, ugh, fuck no. Uh, and then unless you try the butt thing, you may like it. You know, sometimes you just you gently stick a finger in there, and he's like, it's a whole new world. Uh, and stuff like that opens up for him. And then, uh, you know, some guys just don't like it. And then sometimes you can be like, it's my birthday, I'm going to peg you. <laughs> we got to peg him. Uh, so there's a couple ways to do it, uh, ask him, but... Let's think about consent, people. Let's think about consent. Um, I've never seen, like, a woman. I, I don't know. It just always seems like a like a man thing, like a man wants a woman. Because if, like, a woman... I just feel like it's very rare to find, like, a dumb woman. That's just my opinion. And, like, the ones who... And you think about, like, the porn you watch, like, the women who are doms or whatever. Like, they're just doing it for the money. I don't think they're actually into that shit. I don't know, it's weird. I just don't think women more... I think everyone just wants to be submissive because we're all fat and lazy. Maybe that's the answer. We're all just fucking fat and lazy, and that's why we all want to have someone dom us. But uh, anyways, though, uh, maybe just be honest. Maybe build into it. Maybe make them do it for your birthday. You know? Life's a dirty game, and you gotta play dirty to win it. I identify as a fucking threat. Can you trust... No, that's that's wrong. Can you truly say you love someone if you cheat on them? My thoughts are that love does not mean ownership. I do not own my spouse and vice versa. If I have intimacy with someone else, this is just to satisfy a need. It does not hinder or diminish my love for my spouse. Other thoughts, marriage is till death do us part. No mention of exclusivity in the area of intimacy, so no vows broken. Can a person love more than one thing or person? Why would it be different with a partner? I am not trying to justify or convince anyone. I would just like to hear thoughts and opinions on this issue. Okay, so I think when you say, is it cheating if you have, if you're in a committed relationship with someone and you cheat on them and assuming, that you're not like, yeah, we can all, we have sex with whoever one. Who the fuck cares? You know, if you're not if you're not one of them poly people, uh, or poly is polyamorous is just a long word for slut. Uh, what? So yeah, assuming you're you're in that if you're not in that situation, uh, say that you say say I would be in a committed relationship, and then I decide to, I still I love the person I'm with, but I decide that I just want to have sex with someone else, and assuming that the sex is clearly just sex it's nothing else but sex where it's like just two people who agreed I'm like hey what's up i got a nut you got a nut we both got a nut let's just nut with each other uh even though and it's nothing else you know friends with benefits and friends with benefits can work but a lot of times it always happens when someone's gonna catch feelings and stuff like that. i feel like you know sex is somewhat designed uh to be that way where sometimes you know i think i you know Sex can just be, you know, you just catch feelings with someone, and, uh, you know, it's just how it's just how humans evolve, you know, I think there's an intimacy to sex when you have sex with someone, and, uh, you know, you're, it, it's, it's weird like that, and I don't know how to explain that, uh, but saying, though, like, you're in a committed relationship with someone, and then you're like, oh, that person wants to fuck me, can I fuck them, and you go fuck them, and you come back home, technically, yes, I would say... I would say, did you cheat on them? The, I mean, the idea of cheating is you set 
specific ground rules in place to begin with. Uh, you know, to quote the great Michael Scott, you cheated on me when I specifically told you not to? Uh, that's cheating, you know? He, you know, they made boundaries in their relationship, you know? Uh, if we talk about our, the past question, uh, the rule is like, I do not want to be pegged. And then, you, and then he gets in pegged. I'm like, it's not a good thing. So cheating is necessarily... Necessarily, if you set the ground rules in a relationship, when you talk about a relationship, uh, then technically, yeah, you technically cheated on them. They're like, I don't want you to have sex with anyone else, just me. And you have sex with someone else. And you're like, okay. Technically, you cheat on them. But you say you truly love someone if you cheat. Let's go to that idea. You're like, um, can you tr- truly love someone if you cheat on them? So say you love someone, but they're like, I don't want to have sex. And they're like, okay, I'm going to go to this lady in my office. She wants to have sex with me. And you end up having sex with her and you come home. But you're like, I still love my wife. I just had sex. I mean, the technicality, technically, or technicality, what the fuck am I saying? Technically, uh, you are right. What? But at the same time, uh, there is something off there because, like, a lot of times, to me, cause it's still it's technically cheating, but at the same time, can you, can you truly love someone? Yeah, you can still love someone even though you cheated on them. That's like no one ever said you couldn't still love someone just because you cheated on them. But at the same time, uh, it's kind of a shitty thing to do. So to wrap this up, yeah, I would say, uh, can you truly love someone if you cheat on them? Yes, because sometimes if you cheat on someone, it's just for the sex. But it's a shitty thing to do. Uh, 100% absolutely. That is really bad to do. Was 9-11 done specifically on 9-11 because of 9-1-1? Or is it just a coincidence? What? Um, are you... You're not from the United States. I can't imagine someone in the United States. I things I, I don't think they planned for that specific date. They like hijacked planes to you know do this and I'm like nine eleven, that's the perfect day because it's like nine one one. Uh no. Uh that's not how that works. Uh they figured out a good flight schedule. Uh they got lucky. The guys got lucky who did it. Uh, they just fucking blew up a big building, and and some people were like, "Well, there were there were bomb there, you know, steel beams, jet fuel, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams." I'm like, they could have had bombs in the building. They could have fucking planned that out beforehand to trigger something. I don't know. I'm like that that makes sense to me. Um, however, do um. Is it a coincidence? Yeah, it's just a coincidence. Like, I don't know uh, how to tell you this, bud, but, uh, yeah, it's just a coincidence it was 9-11. Before that, it was just 9-1-1. Was that, and I don't think, I don't think they planned the date out. Because uh, they did plan the date out, they would have done 7-11. Because, uh, you know, the cashiers there are always Muslim, and, uh, you know, you know how, someone's like, you know how happy Muslims were? That it wasn't Seven Eleven, said Nine Eleven, or that company. No, it's not that much Muslims. Uh, the company Seven Eleven was that it wasn't fucking nine. That wasn't Seven Eleven. Like how it ruined a fucking business right there. It's like how coronavirus ruined Corona beer. Like I don't see people drinking that shit anymore. 
It's pretty fucking funny. Uh, but anyways, though, it's just a coincidence. Shut the fuck up. I don't know what I don't know what else I have to say. What do you think is the worst kink? Uh, so there's a what is the worst kink? That's because like, I know everyone's gonna be like, you think feet are the worst kink, and you know, at some point it's like if it's the human body, if it's just a human body, it's just a human body, nothing else, not like waste of a human body, just the human body, and there's something you find attractive about specific people with a specific thing on their body. I don't necessarily think that is the worst kink out there. I like when we talk about feet. You know, the problem with feet is that guys who are really into feet uh, just won't shut the fuck up. And we're like, I'm a, my my friend's girlfriend is sitting on his lap with his feet over, and I'm gonna take a picture of her girlfriend's feet for me to jerk off to later. Like, how do you jerk? I cannot just jerk off to a picture of feet. How how do you guys do that? I have to have my main porn on one screen. On the other screen, I have to have that guy who looks like Ed Asner and be like. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. And he's, and he's telling stories about his grandma, and he's like... Man proposes and God disposes. And then all of a sudden... That's my hole. That, that's where it spits. Ask about the little mark on his dick. You know, it's that. that's what I need. Some guys are like, you just pass by a girl and flip-flops, are like, oh, I'm horny. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't get that shit. Anyways, though. But feet are a normal part of a woman's body. And so I feel like if it's just like a part of a woman's body, like at least the outer part of the body, you know, if like a girl gets naked and you're like, oh, I like the feet, I like her hands, I like her boobies, I like her vagina, I like her ass, you know, I feel like that's okay, like if that's your king, you know, that's okay, I, I don't want to hear about it, that's also, I don't want to hear about it, but I think that's okay. I think kinks get bad when it becomes one dangerous, like I'm really into being choked while I'm, uh, you know, I want to be choked by a belt while you're fucking me. And right before orgasm, I almost lose my breath and I almost die, but I don't. That's pretty bad. You also have, it's pretty bad when you also, uh, when it's like women shitting on your face. Poop, poop is the worst. I think poop is the worst kink. One, this is your body, like, expelling waste out of your body because you need food for energy and then your body does you digest it to give it energy. And then whatever's left, it just gets pooped out. And that's not supposed to go to any... It's supposed to just go away from our bodies. And that's how bodies work. You're not supposed to eat that shit. Uh, you're not supposed to enjoy a woman shitting on your chest or shitting on your mouth. I'm getting kind of nauseous just talking about it. Uh, it's pretty gross to me. I don't know. Ooh, okay, eating. Eating is like, you know, like the one thing that gets me is like, I can watch a woman shove a can of Diet Coke up her ass. No problem. I said, okay, I'm kind of gross. A woman eating uh, shit on McDonald's chicken nuggets. Pretty gross. Guys, gotta give me a moment. I'm pretty grossed out. Okay, so yeah, poop, poop is gross. Just don't... Poop is the worst kink. Anything involving poop. If it involves poop, it's the worst kink. Um, rape kinks, those are bad. Those are, just gen those are just socially bad. You know, you know they're bad. Why you like them is bad. But I think the worst kink... It has to involve poop. It has to involve poop. Um, mainly because it made me almost throw up on this podcast right now. Literally just thinking about it. Literally just thinking like, okay, I'm going to throw up about a video I watched of a woman eating chicken nuggets. None of this was for sexual pleasure. It was for like the extreme or heavy heaviness of like, what, what the fuck did I just watch? That's what I watched it for. 
and force myself to watch it. So some of y'all need to calm the fuck down uh, in regards to that. Because I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on from whatever the fuck you said. Shut up, fuck up, Siri, on my Apple Watch Series 2. Um, do humans actually look at the toilet paper after they wipe? I heard it's a way to check your health somehow by the color of your poop streaks. So, generally, uh, first of all, you need to get a bidet because you shouldn't be using toilet paper. People, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I have, n- I have no, th- I have no thoughts on ever getting a bidet in my entire life. Joshua Michael Casey, author of Tracking Desire, a Journey After Swallow Kites, he used a bidet probably a year ago. I think we're coming on the year anniversary of the first time he used a bidet. His ass has not been wiped since. Let's just let's just talk about that. Uh, if you're if you're still using toilet paper, like figure that shit out. I mean, I understand if like you go to the office and like you're using toilet paper there because you take five shits a day. It's okay, but like, I don't know, now that I've kind of made it, like, where I only poop at home, it's like, a bidet is the best thing in your entire life. You don't have constipation, you don't have hemorrhoids, your ass is always clean, like, if your ass gets itchy, it's because it itches, it's not because you have poop hanging around there, no more skid marks, no more of that shit. Uh, it's great. Anyways, though, looking at your poop, I mean, really, because if, if it's, like, blue or green, uh, Mainly, if you're if you're looking at that, if that's the color you're looking at, the only reason for that color is because uh, it's, you just ate something with food coloring. And that's the only reason why your poop would be that color. Uh, if it's red or or any kind of variation of red, you're shitting blood, my friend. Uh, so when you're wiping your ass to check for blood, that is true. But sometimes it's just because you have a hemorrhoid. And the answer is get a fucking bidet. Uh, I, you don't understand how you eat spicy food and you're shitting out spicy food and just burning the skin off of your butthole. Uh, that doesn't happen with a bidet. For me, you feel burning, just put on that cold water on your ass. Oh, man, it's so good. Um, anyways, though, checking color of your poop, I mean, it's re- you really only have to check for blood. Like, that's the real only thing. Most of the time, it's a hemorrhoid. If it's not, and you know, you know if it's a hemorrhoid. I'm telling you, you're going to know if it's a hemorrhoid. Uh, but if it's not a hemorrhoid, you're going to very much know. Uh, if it, everything, every other color than that, it's literally just probably food coloring and some food you ate. It's nothing, it's nothing that big of a deal. But anyways, though, you get a bidet. Uh, sometimes you get to see the poop. Other times it's just a brown fog in the toilet. So it's fun. Look down because then you wipe your ass and then you throw the toilet paper in the toilet and it covers the shit. And you're like, well, no, I want to see the poop I just made. I want to, I want to see my, you know, how I did. Stuff like that. So it's disappointing in that way, too. So uh, life's a dirty game. we got to play a dirty game to win it. I don't know what I just said. Our last question. How do you move on from your ex while still being friends? This is always like a question. I feel like this is a very common question. I'm assuming someone had a very specific situation. There wouldn't be an answer on this, so I'm very thankful. Uh, For your thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers on this. How do you move on for your ex while still being friends? Here, because I, the thing is, like, when you're around her, or, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk from my standpoint, when you're around her, for the most part, it's going to be hard to get over someone when you're around them all the time. It's just, it's rough, buddy. That's why you hear people be like, don't date your coworkers because you're around them all the time and it's rough. And then school isn't that much better because you see them all the time and stuff like that, too. But, in my mind, I would say... If you want to get move on from your ex, 
Um, stop being their friend for a while. Not be like, hey, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Be an asshole. What? And, uh, you know, stuff like that. But I'm just, uh, I think it's better that we don't, like, communicate for a while. Just stay out of each other's lives for, lives for a while. Then eventually, once you, like, you both know you've, like, really moved on, you can probably, like, rejoin each other's lives and stuff like that. But you can't be, like, as good of friends because, like, you know, you hear, like, those, like, movie stories, like, yeah, his best, uh, his best man's a woman. And, uh, yeah, they used to date a lot. And, like, at that point, you're like, that's the, that's, that's the soulmate right there. I'm just, I'm fucking the loser in the situation here. I don't know why I'm fucking here when his soulmate is clearly the best man at his wedding. You know, that's like, that's the shit right there. You know, it's weird. Um, I mean, I would honestly say if I was real, I'm like to, to be, to answer your question, how to still be friends, like stop being friends for a long time. Eventually realize you're both over each other. Then you can be friends again, but I would never want to be friends. I don't know. I think you're like, you, know, you want to be, it's, it's weird because you want to be like best friends with like your spouse slash significant other slash partner or whatever you want to call each other. But at the same time, when you break up, you're like, are we still best friends? I'm like, no, you can't. You broke up. And that ended the whole best friend situation uh, that we had here. Uh, you, we can no longer be friends. Uh, and stuff like that. Once you involve sex into things, it's it's over. It's done. Uh, you have to end it right there, then and there. Uh, it's rough. And like you're like, you want to still be friends, but you're also like, don't want to date each other anymore. And it's rough. And I'm like, uh, well, I don't think you can be friends anymore unless you unless you're like. Fucking Jerry Seinfeld and Elaine Bennis. Uh, besides that, uh, a fictional, two fictional TV characters, um, then I don't think it's going to work out. So how to still be friends with your ex? Just don't. Just don't. I'm telling you right now, it's going to save you a lot of times. Uh, it's going to save you from writing a lot of songs uh, and uh, save your life completely. I like that. Anyways, though, that's how we're ending today's episode of Cancel Shweezy. Thank you so much for clicking on my dumbass fucking face and listening to this podcast, the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Follow me on social media at the Shweezy, my music under Shweezy. Remember, I have a Christmas song maybe coming out very soon. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you have an Amazon Prime account, connect the two. That way you can Twitch Prime subscribe to me, the Shweezy. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you have a Patreon page, it's a great way to give us some money to help us out, financially support us, and uh, don't forget all the free shit you can do if you're listening to this. Check out our YouTube page, subscribe, leave us a comment, like our episodes, and if you're in a situation where you could just watch the video instead of the audio, do that as well. Uh, audio only, leave us a review, and give us a 54321 star rating, and make sure your friends know about us and our highlights. So, uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. And let's end this episode correctly. Honky Villa butt drugs and uh, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.